Good morning. Time for our cool conversation. I'm George Plummer. Very happy to have on the show today, Chickasha Police Chief GG Music. Chief, thanks for coming in today. Morning, George. How are you? Doing great. Uh, want to talk about uh, the police department a little bit. And, of course, uh, uh, Chief Music's recent elevation from interim to police chief and uh, just a longtime public servant uh, for the city of Chickasha. Our cool conversation sponsors include our friends with Community Bank of Oklahoma and Stanley Systems. So, Chief, uh, just with the last few weeks, uh, you've been appointed uh, the new police chief after several months of being interim, but you've been part of the department for a long time. <laughs> I'm in my 26th year. 26 years. So uh, just talk about your career a little bit, and obviously you've uh, made Chickasha your home and your family and everything else, and just a big part of uh, part of keeping our, our residents safe. Uh, we. Me and my family, we moved here in 95, so we've, we've lived here since that time. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the, the promotion or appointment, whatever you want to call it, um, it's pretty humbling. And uh, you were named Public Servant of the Year at the Chamber of Commerce Banquet, so that was a surprise. That, so. w- that was a big surprise. So <laughs> let, me, let me tell you about that little story All because, right. you know, most people know how I am. It's... This isn't about me. It's about other people. So I'm actually at home one night, and Shay Mortimer calls me. And she starts saying, hey, I've got tickets to the chamber banquet, blah, 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 blah. And I really need some people to go. And yeah, Shay Mortimer, she's the public information officer, basically, for the city. Yes, yeah. yes. Shay and I are great friends. Yeah. She's, she's a crazy gal. Um, but I said, like, uh, no. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do foo-foo is mm-hmm. what I said. Yeah. And she's begging me and begging me and begging me to go. And so I finally said, look, I'll ask my wife if she wants to go. Okay. Well, what I didn't know was any of this mess and my wife already knew. So when my wife comes home one day, cause normally, I mean, we're older at Georgia, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. I like to go home and be quiet. Sure. So my wife comes home one day. I said, listen, I promised Shay I would, I'd ask you, do you want to go to the chamber banquet? She's like, oh, you know, she, she's just all about it. I can wear my new dress and that kind of yep. stuff. So, you know, I got goaded into all that and had no idea. And even the Friday, that was on a Friday, yes. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Even that Friday morning, I was meeting with our, our city treasurer, Robert Brooks, and the city manager, Mr. Johnson. And Mr. Johnson says, so are you excited about coming tonight? Of course, he already knew. Right. I didn't know. Of course. And I said, "Uh, no, I'm not excited (laughs) about going. So, I mean, I was was really pleased. And uh, even when Lieutenant Trey Alexander showed up and Lieutenant Jason Murko showed up, I, the wool was pulled over my eyes. Yeah. I, I had no idea. Well, they kept a good secret. So, uh, but uh, congratulations nonetheless for Thank you. Uh, all the things you've you've done to uh, help make Chickasha a better place. Well, I, I appreciate that, but it's not me. It's the sure. department. You bet. Let's talk about uh, your staffing a little bit. And uh, we all know that um, we need more police officers, but uh, you're working to rectify that. We are trying very diligently. Um Basically, let's just say the first part of September last year, I started telling everybody, everybody's going to be doing backgrounds. We're, we we have got to go forward. Everybody's got to pitch in to help with this problem. And 
you know, the, the problem in and of itself, George, is not necessarily um, that you may or may not be able to find qualified people. But, for example, we get applications. We've, we have received over 50 police applications this year or since September last year. The lion's share of our applicants don't meet their deadlines, never call us back, don't give us good email addresses, don't complete their paperwork. Well, if you can't follow simple instructions and if you don't want a job as a law enforcement officer that bad, then we don't need you either because that is a prelude to how you would be able to serve our citizens, which means if you take, if you, if you have that little regard for a position that you're applying for, which is an extremely high trusted position, then why do I want to put you on the streets and serve our citizens? We don't. But more times than not, our applicants are disqualifying themselves and they don't even give us a chance. Mm-hmm. You've got some on the hook, so to speak, I guess. Uh, possible uh, three new officers coming in, perhaps? Yes, we made three uh, conditional job offers. A conditional job offer is we'll give you a job, but you still got these other things that you have to complete. So there's some mental testing, there's some physical testing, there's polygraphs, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's basically the very end of the process. You got just a few more hoops to jump through, even a pension physical, because we're a pension city. So if you're gonna get on the pension, their doctors wanna know, do you have preexisting conditions? If so, we can deal with that. But regardless, make sure you're healthy. What are the minimum qualifications for a police officer? 21 years of age. Don't need a bachelor's degree or anything? You, or you don't, you don't need it. There's a lot of the requirements that we can waive mm-hmm. internally. You know, obviously a high school degree, a GED equivalent, something. We're going to look at your employment history. We're going to look at your criminal history. We're going to look at your civil history. We're going to visit with you in your house. We're going to talk to your neighbors. We're going to do a good background. So by the time you get into our department, we know who you are. And we know the character of the person, not necessarily how they act or – does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then once – they still have to go through clique training if they're not already certified? If they're not certified, yeah. yes. We get you in. We'll get you outfitted. Uh, we send you the cleat. The next cleat academy is in October. That's one reason why we've been pushing super hard over about the last two months. Um, we had five slots reserved in the October academy. And Cleet required some things from us, and we kept saying, give them just a little bit of information. But they, uh, they ended up taking two of our slots and providing them to another agency. But regardless, the three conditional job offers that we made, one is certified, so he will not have to attend Cleet, and the other two are non-certified, so they will. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us on The Cool Conversation. Chickasha Police Chief Gigi Music is our guest today. Um, this week, the City Council approved uh, a grant that you wrote uh, to assist with the mental health counseling for officers. We've been, it's a, something we've heard about in the news all over the country uh, about the stress that uh, law enforcement and first responders experience uh, on the job. Uh, they they face some tragic situations almost on a daily basis, and uh, that, that takes a toll. It does. I, I was really, really fortunate under Chief Steele uh, to be able to go to what's called COPS, Citizens of uh, Concerns of Police Survivors. 
and went through a week-long seminar up there. And it was just incredibly depressing, incredibly depressing. Um, but that was my real, real introduction into mental health concerns for first responders, if you will. So let me back up. The very first first responder is our communications personnel. It's not the police officers, not the firefighter. It's our dispatchers, if you want to call them that, but they're communication specialists. They're the ones that take the phone call, that hear the screams, that hear the gunshots, that hear the crashes, whatever else. And they get absolutely no closure because they're not on the streets. They don't go, they don't see, they don't smell. They only hear. So anyway, long story short, um, I had kind of a crazy idea one year and wanted to try to write a grant request specifically for privatized mental health services. Now, the city's got an EAP program, and that's great. And OMAG has an EAP program, and that's great. But I wanted to be able to provide an avenue to all of our employees and their immediate family members, because they're affected too, for privatized mental health services with a certified therapist who is EMDR certified. Don't ask me what it stands for. Eye movement desensitization something, reprocessing. Um, so I was really fortunate to get to know a lot of certified therapists. And one of the best in the country is Dr. Robbie uh, Adler out of Arizona. One of the best in Oklahoma that everybody looks t towards is Kathy Green up in Stillwater. Um, so I wrote the grant request and never figured I'd hear a word about it because it's something nobody does. So I get a phone call this, this one time in the office, and this guy says, hey, I'm Nick with this foundation. Can I talk to you about your application? I said, sure. He asked me like two or three different questions. He said, I'm green lighting your application right now. We have never heard of this. So the way it works is since the time it was first funded, it is 100% funded by outside dollars. It has nothing to do with the city of Chickasha. The money goes directly to our therapist. Our therapist reports directly back to the grantor. None of the money comes here. None of the reporting comes here. She keeps track of just stats is all it is and reports back to uh, the therapist, I mean, to the grantor and then lets me know what her checking account balance is basically. But she's responsible for every bit of that and it's been working since about 2019. And uh, the grant you got was from uh, OEC, yes. the, the Roundup campaign, I guess is what that is. Oklahoma Electric Co-op, mm -hmm. and it's the uh, Operation Roundup. They have been a supporter of this program for several years. Back in, uh, back during COVID, their board wanted to interview me over this. And I was like, good, Lance, what, you know, what am I getting myself into? So we did this FaceTime or whatever you want to call it, interview. Zoom. Oh, yeah. Zoom, yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> And they crucified me, but they supported me 100%. So ever since then, OEC has, has provided funds for this, and it's, it's phenomenal. And uh, I'm sure your officers are taking advantage of that. So I'm yes, hoping they they're getting, uh, uh, getting some of those issues uh, dealt with because uh, lifelong impacts a lot of the things that, that they have to go through. Uh, let's shift uh, positions. Let's talk about your fleet. 
uh, we've been seeing a lot more SUVs on the streets these days. Very, very fortunate. Back, uh, I want to say 2020, possibly 2020, I wrote a uh, rather large grant request. Was able to get five new, uh, new to us. Yes. Five new Durangos. Uh, got them completely outfitted. I believe it was a 65-35 split on the grant request. So at the time, the mayor was serving as interim city manager, and I said, don't sign this paperwork if you can't find the money. And I said, don't make me do the work if you don't have the money. Um, it was it was a nightmare request for paperwork. Uh, I even had to go as far as they required that I inspect City Hall. What am I inspecting them for? The physical building, not the mm-hmm. people. Right. I, I literally had to report how many parking spaces were at City Hall and were there any violations of um, wheelchair accessibility? So it was crazy. We actually mm-hmm. ended up having to put up two signs. Wow. So anyway, we got those five. We got another. We got another one uh, just probably two months ago, and hopefully we're getting another two. Working on another two right now. Got to have Got to have a good fleet out there for sure. So yes, sir, you do. You just don't have any idea how hard it is on a vehicle just driving around town yeah that's not the greatest uh, mileage you put on a car is in town driving <laughs> no it's not sure. no that's it's not sure. all right um anything else we're about out of time but uh we had a lot more to talk about but we got we got carried away george hopefully <laughs> hopefully with the other another grant that we have working um we're going to have another citizens police academy lieutenant trey alexander did a absolute phenomenal job on it this year he made it a little bit shorter, made it a little bit broader as far as topics, brought in people from the outside. Uh, there was around 22, 23 people that, from our community that attended, and nothing, nothing but accolades uh, for what he did. It's a, it's a tremendous uh, way to serve as an outreach to our community, and the more the community knows about how we can do our job and what, what we have to do, and how the law ties our hands, education is key. So we're we'll looking forward to maybe another one next spring? We're hoping yeah. so. Okay. We're hoping so. The next grant request probably, if it's approved by the state, um, will probably be approved hopefully by mid-October. And they're free? Um, and they run about eight weeks? Is that what it was? Yes. That's, okay. Every Pre- first, Previously, every- we had done like 10 to 12 weeks. Right. Lieutenant Trey thought, hey, that's, that sounds a little bit too long. Let's make it more interesting, but make it shorter. Um, but, yes, it was eight weeks. They were on one night a week on Thursdays from, I think, around 6 to 9. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll look forward to uh, talking about it. Hopefully you can get that grant. We can uh, do that again next year. So, Chief, thanks for coming today. We really appreciate it. You're welcome, sir. And that's uh, Chickasha Police Chief. GG Music on our core conversation program today. And a big thanks to our sponsors who include Community Bank of Oklahoma and Stanley Systems.